Welcome back to Clone Dance Party. This is Season 3, Episode 7, Community of Dreadful Fear and Hate. In this episode, we have Sarah is back with her mom. Allison is all about family values. Cosima has concerning proteins. Rachel can play the game. And Helena finds her baby a granny. I'm Liz. I'm Janice. And I'm Lynette. Hooray! And we are the three amigos today. <laughs> we are. This is a very special hostful episode um, of our wonderful podcast. So enjoy the three of us this time. <laughs> so a lot happens in this episode. A lot more laughs than maybe last time. Yeah, uh, a lot more. Yeah. Um, and still some heart-tuggy moments. Oh, yeah. And we get to meet Allison's mom. <laughs> and it looks like she's going to be around a while. Oh, goodness. So what did you ladies think? Well, Allison's mom is exactly what I thought she would be. Right? Right. And I loved it when uh, Mrs. S hugged uh, Helena because I kept thinking, it's Elizabeth and her monster <laughs> hugs. <laughs> Gonna hug the pain away. <laughs> That's pretty much how I operate. Oh, you look sad. Here, let me squeeze you until you can't feel anything. <laughs> it's very true. I do give very large hugs. This is a great episode, and it was very, very Cosima and Allison Rich. So it was, it was really great. And more fee, thank God. Yes, yes and more fee. More fee, Felix, not yeah. hard yeah. ass Felix. Yeah, right. yeah. Yeah, I thought it, it, it addressed a lot of the issues we'd had. One is that Allison was too far, at, you know, she wasn't connected to the rest of the clones. We, you know, didn't, we didn't really like Fee. I mean, we liked it, but we liked funny, we wanted more funny Fee. Um, so I was really happy with this episode. Me too. I, I thought the whole we have to go get Pee thing was a little mm, pushed, you know, kind of like, a little, little con- too conveniently placed in there, you know, but, but it still worked. It still works. I mean, it's, you know, to get Cosima to be there with Allison, you know, going to do the P thing. I just, I don't know why. I, I'm not sure why Delphine really showed up at Shay's, you know. Um, yeah, I, she showed I a- up to check. She, she showed up to check out the new girl who, by the way, was wearing a fantastic sweater. I really liked her sweater. <laughs> Yeah, she was wearing a fantastic non-sweater, too. <laughs> yeah, there's that. But the sweater was really cute. I was like, I need me one of those. Um, what were you going to say, Janice? Oh, I don't remember. I get, Well, I guess, well, you know, Cosima needing urine, the urine sample was a little contrived. I like the way that, that, that that's how it connected them all, you know, or, or reconnected the clones together. I mean, we had, I think we had kind of thought, oh, you know, Allison's going to get in trouble with, with the drug dealers and that's going to get her involved. But it was really Cosima coming to Allison and then the problem. So I liked, I liked that. I thought there was a little bit of a twist. It made it interesting. I I agree. Yeah. Um, and I like the fact that when Cosima was like, Allison, I need your pee. She's like, Felix, Cosima needs my pee for science. 
okay, just tell her to come here and I'll pee in a cup for her. Like there was no like, why do you need me to pee in a cup for you? There was no question. It was just like, okay. Yeah, it was it was a lot less threatening than than the other things have been. So it was it was pretty cool. You know. And Elkasima trying to do Allison and oh, I just. <laughs> Yeah, is that the first time Cosima's? That's the first time Cosima's had to pretend to be that, someone else, right? That was the first Cosima yeah. uh, cloneception. Yeah. yeah, it was, and she's not as good as actors. The rest of them. <laughs> no. Well, she's had like no practice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was fun to see Cosima get in on the cloneception, and it was nice to see. Cosima and Allison's relationship. I mean, we kind of knew that they had one because they were together are who introduced Sarah to all this. So we know that they had a relationship, but we haven't really seen it recently. And so to be able to see Allison and Cosima kind of get their own sisterly moments the way we've seen Sarah get with everybody was really fun. That yeah. was nice. It was nice. And, of course, Donnie has talked to himself in stupidity. <sighs> oh, God, Donnie. That's the hashtag <laughs> for this episode. Oh, God, Donnie. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I texted that to a f- few people who were like, have you watched? I'm like, I'm starting right now. Oh, God, Donnie. They're like, just wait. Oh, God. Donnie. Oh, God, Donnie. <laughs> 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 like, he's just not good at being chill. <laughs> Although I understand his lack of chill around Jason. Jason needs to calm his shit down. Well, he needs, he needs to quit kissing the clones. That's true. And, you know, if he is going to kiss him, kiss the right one. <laughs> so what did but, you think about that? I mean, it, I don't know whether you want to go into this now or not, no, but like, what did you think about that, that kiss? What, what, well, did, his, what his reaction? Because my, my, my reaction was like, like he thought, oh, this isn't, this isn't Allison. I mean, he probably wouldn't think that at all. But like, oh, this isn't what what it used to be, or this isn't what I expected. And you I know, think kind his of what was he? Was kind of like this isn't what I expected. Yeah. And also his strut, like leading up into it, was like Donnie levels of ridiculous. <laughs> because like he got this swagger on his legs, got a little extra bow legged. And he, like, reached in, and I know that it was TV, but it looked so fake contrived, like someone trying to mimic something they've seen on TV. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, like, he was just trying to be all full of swagger and sexy, and I'm going to win her back because I'm not, like, doofus Donnie or whatever. And I just left Kasima. I have to pee. <laughs> I have to pee. <laughs> Yeah, I don't My think sister he... didn't tell me that she was having an affair, so I don't know how to react right yeah. now. <laughs> I don't think he expected her to give her that, to have that look, because he pretty much figures out that, you know, Allison still thinks he's pretty hot. So he did not expect right. that reaction. And, of course, it's not going to mean anything to Cosima, you know, because... At all. Guys do not float her boat. <laughs> and I liked Allison. Were his lips still really soft? I know. <laughs> Cosima's just like, pee in the damn cup. Pee in the cup. <laughs> I was accosted by a man. I don't care. I had man lips on me. <laughs> uh, and, okay, since we're talking about Jason and Cosima's mom. Oh, my God. Or not Cosima's mom, Allison's mom. Um, so my grandmother 
is essentially Allison's mom. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Like, uh, she didn't have IVF and purposefully switched sperm or anything. Mm-hmm. But she constantly thought she was too good for the husband she had. She always thought her kids should be better or whatever. Uh, like, my parents weren't good enough because they didn't make a lot of money. Mm-hmm. I'm her only grandchild that's finished college. I'm her only grandchild that's finished high school. Um, I'm the only one who's ever been addicted to any substances or, you know, any of that. I am her only grandchild who is an upstanding member of society. Um, my cousin Matthew happened to find his way shortly before he passed, but my other cousins on that side were huge failures. (laughs) And, but somehow my parents are the failures as parents because we didn't live in a big house. Really? Weird. And so, uh, like, I just really like, her mom just makes me want to punch her. And uh, I do suffer from anxiety attacks, and I know how scary they can oh, be. Yeah. But her mom does it as a show of attention. Mm-hmm. And I believe from her mom they are fake. Uh, I do, too, because I have panic attacks. And I, yeah. I don't recover, recover quite that quickly. No, and oh, I don't. There's lemon water in my bag. Can you get yeah, it? Yeah, no, I don't do that. I'm pretty, usually pretty quiet for a long, long time. And I don't usually call everybody I know when I'm having one because, you know, that would be. Yeah, I, d- I tend to not call anybody unless I'm alone. Yeah. And then I call one person just and then I just to have an extra voice. And then I just say, you know, you need to help talk me down. And they do. And, you know, but it's not like, get over here right now. God, I'm dying. You know. Yeah, it's pretty much. Hi, panic attack. Tell story now. Okay, I'm going to just sit here and rock. Yeah. So um, I definitely think her mom does it as a way to get attention. Um, and I think, so clone spiracy here, I think that the reason that um, Connie Hendricks got the clone implant was because she was already being sneaky and asking for sperm that wasn't her husband's. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So they were like, oh, she'll never notice. Mm-hmm. Oh. Which they were right, because she's blonde. She asked for a blonde male, and her daughter comes out with dark brown hair. Didn't like, she, did, she, uh, did she think it was interesting that she said Casimo was mulatto? Oh, that was hilarious. Yeah. I laughed so hard. First of all, because her using the word mulatto was perfect. There was no other word she could have used to... And, that word conveys so much about her. It really does, doesn't it? And uh, for our younger listeners who have grown up in nice areas where people don't say stuff like that, mulatto means someone who is mixed, generally uh, white American and African American or another person of color. Right. And it's not generally uh, looked as... It is not a polite term. Yes, it is not. It is not one that you... Yes, so please, do not start using it. Don't. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, don't start using it. But it is something you would expect a racist grandma to say mm-hmm. that she thinks isn't racist. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's that's the kind of word it is. Um, and I just love the fact that it was only based on Casima having dreads. Yes. Although, and how the- although we do got to remember that uh, these girls might be of mixed race. I mean, they might Sarah, be. Sarah and Helena are, right? Yeah, I mean, they're definitely not wasps. No. White, Anglo-Saxon, Protestant, again, for those of you who don't know what that means. don't know what that means. (laughs) Um, Think of someone from New England or 
England. Uh, that would be a wasp, generally. Um, but for her to just be like, oh, she doesn't look anything like you. She's mulatto. First of all, insinuating that siblings who have a different parent can't look alike if one of them has a different, if one of them's skin is darker or lighter than the other. And also, she looks mixed because she has different hair than you and therefore does not look like you. Just cracked me up. Yeah. Like, you can't possibly think you look like her. I look just like her, only I have straight hair. <laughs> like, I like that was great. And then she's like, oh, she's your half-sister, dear. Bring her to the club. <laughs> like, what's going to happen when she's like, okay, mom, I'll bring all my sisters to the yeah. club. And here comes Kasima, and then Helena, and then Felix. <laughs> but just that expression on Alice's face watching her mom's denial is like, Yep, there she is, you know. Yeah. And when Felix is like, your mom is having a heart attack, and she goes, a real one? A real yeah. one? <laughs> yeah, that just, I was like, oh, yep. And so for those of you who don't read the comics, you learned something that the comic readers learned a little while ago. Donnie took Allison's last name because Connie forced him to. And the fact that Connie kept referring to him as Mr. Chubbs, even though he changed his la- he changed his last name, like, I just wanted to hit her because she was purposefully using his wrong name. And that's not okay in any situation. Yeah. No, it's not. Like, I just, I was like, mm, it's not Chubbs anymore. He changed it. And her whole, and Allison, well, you made him change it. And I lost respect for him when he did what I said. Oh, you know what? You know what? She, that is just. You just don't do that. If somebody, whatever label they're using, that is what you call them. And that doing that is a real microaggression on her part. And it's just, she's just nasty. <laughs> oh, no, on her part, that was not a microaggression. That was a big old aggression. <laughs> a macro, macro. <laughs> that was, uh, I don't respect you and therefore will not obey your wishes, which yeah. made me want to hit her. Because Donnie might be a doofus, but Donnie really does worship Allison. He does, you know. And he'll do anything stupid for Allison. <laughs> he will, and for their kids, because he sees this as benefiting their kids. Yeah. Yeah, that and was so, the, one, the one good thing he said. I mean, for the most part, Donnie was an idiot in this episode. But but <laughs> when when Jason says, are we going to have a problem? I, I can't remember exactly. It's in the conversation in the car just before they go in to yeah. the drug dealer. And he says, is this going to be a problem? Or, you know, and Donnie says, you can't get between me and my family. That was like pure and honest and true and i was like okay you know no swagger just and i that was like the one the one time no that was that was perfect and i liked that it came shortly after the marking the territory kiss oh and and then jason says consider your territory marked and then he kisses kasimason uh which i don't think you were listening jason um but mom, that's the other thing. Um, her mom trying to change her spouse, something my grandmother may have done once or twice, did not work. But uh, yeah, I just I could say so much on Connie and we need to change the subject because <laughs> she really. Uh, yeah, so much. So, so much. yeah, so much, so much. So. Let's talk about Mrs. S and punching pregnant girls. 
Uh, oh, well, let's oh, talk was... about Mrs. S walking in. You know, she walks in and, you know, the sun is in, at her back, just like, you know, you'd see in a Western. But uh-huh. she's kind of completely recovered from her bruises and she looks fantastic. Oh, she and looks then, so badass. And then, yeah, she she looked great. And then, you know, she gets, you know, punched up again, beaten up again. <laughs> yeah. She has messed up again. <laughs> and, uh, and it was just so perfect seeing the two of uh, the dynamic between Mrs. S and Helena, because we haven't really, really seen a dynamic between them. And Helena, you know, just egging her on, poking her, punch me, hit me back. Like, this is how, like, you've slighted me. I have to kill you. This is the only way I know. And when Mrs. S hits her and she's like, no, oh, my God, no, baby, come here, and just brings her in and, like, just ugly cries as Helena just melted into it. Like, Helena has never been held like that. She tried when she was rescuing Sarah from the Cylon, but Sarah was terrified that she was going to murder, death, kill her, so she really wasn't in the snuggly mood. And so I don't think Helena has ever had that true kind of, I just love you hug. Right. Probably not, but I don't think so. No. And so to have that just honest, I want nothing from you, but know that you are you are my kin now was just so sweet. It, oh, it just I re- I did there was ugly cries. I knew you were gonna like it. Yeah. Um but who is that bartender? Who and is what's she? With bar- what's with the hot bartenders? Are her and Bobby in like some sort of hot bartender club? I do not know, but yeah, it's like that bartender knew, knew all about them, so. Were, yeah, and she seemed to know too much. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, she did. I was a little worried about that. I thought it was very odd. Well, at first, I thought maybe Mrs. S called her. Like, because Mrs. S has people all over the place, you know? And so maybe Mrs. S has a a person at a Mexican cantina, and that's why she was having the girls meet her there. And that's how the girl knew she was pregnant, you know, knew that Helena was pregnant. But Mrs. S never really seemed to acknowledge her, so I don't know. Like it was just weird. Yeah, it was a little. It was a little strange. Yeah, it was odd. And uh, so let's keep on with the Mrs. S. Mrs. S and Sarah at the end. Yeah, oh, the con- was conver- yeah, the conversation. She calls her mom again. She calls her mom. Yeah, I'm so tired, mom. Yeah, yeah. I'm telling her about Paul and. Her Beth dreams. Yeah. Like, I just, I needed them to hug, too. She does got to curl up in her lap, doesn't she? Or do I... No, they're on different bar stools. Oh, okay. Yeah, but I thought she, I think, I thought um, uh, Lynette was right, that she kind of, like, leans over onto her lap yeah, or something like of, that. Yeah. yeah. So, and I like Mrs. S. Helena's outside walking it off. Apparently, I'm going to be a granny. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think Mrs. S was excited about that word choice. <laughs> no, probably not. Um, but they were, that was just really sweet to see Sarah forgive her. And I think it was, I think it was absolutely the right decision to have Mrs. S be the one to pick them up. Yeah. Not Benjamin. Yeah, I think so too. Like, I think it was the last step in Mrs. S owning up to the fact that she had messed up. 
Charles Brown just posted this great picture of Helena in that cowboy hat in the Facebook group. It's great. <laughs> Helena is fantastic. Everybody needs to wear cowboy hats. <laughs> Always wear the cowboy hats. Always wear the cowboy hats. And big sunglasses like Mrs. S. <laughs> she did look badass. She did. She looked so wonderful, and it was so good to see. Um, so, Cosima. I think Shay is a bad influence on Cosima, not necessarily in Shay doing anything specifically that I can see so far yet, but I'll find something. Uh, but her presence is making Cosima into a snotty teenager. It is. Really? I, yes. I didn't get that sense. Have... Um, we already know that testing the girls will show that it's that specific clone. So Cosima turning in Allison's pee is going to flag that it's Allison's pee. Hmm. Like, like the feeling I get, the feeling I get about it is that she, Shay is safe for her because she it's she is not anything to do with what is happening to her with her illness or her sisters or any of that drama. So uh, she is she is a break for her. And no, absolutely. And I'm not saying she doesn't need that, but she has stopped taking care of herself. She stopped going to work. She's, you know, she hasn't really been up with her sisters until today. Like, and the whole trying to get Allison to pee in, her cup, pee mm-hmm. in the cup for her thing was so juvenile. It was. Like when Allison says, I had to describe my menstrual cycle to Donnie today, like, that should have been a chink for Kasima that everybody is going through this. Mm-hmm. Like, and maybe if she was going to work, she would see that. Right. She would be running the tests. She would be seeing the similarities and the differences. She would be seeing the proteins here and there and stuff. But she's not. But she's just really so, in, in big denial. And, and, I, and it's very apparent she is not functioning with her brains, you know, right now. No, she is not. She is functioning with that Volkswagen Beetle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh. But, you know, I thought that indie- was really weird. Uh, maybe, maybe uh, you know. I thought it was kind of cute. Oh, did you? <laughs> they were all, I, they were being playful and cute, and it was adorable, and it made me mad. Hmm. Um, but, yeah, and Delphine was totally out of line to show up there. Yes. And be like, pee in this cup. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, I kind of understand why she did. If Kasima's not answering anybody's phone calls... And it's about her health. I mean, I don't know. She shouldn't have shown up. I think it was out of bounds. Well, we know something seriously wrong with Cosima because that last scene was not good. No, bleeding from her lady business. Yeah, but it was not normal. It was... No. Generally, lady business bleeding is not a good thing when it's unexpected. No, and it's not like that in the bathtub. Sorry, guys. It's just not. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's not what your monthly flow looks like um, in a bathtub. And actually, to be honest, if you want to get really technical about all of this and get really graphic, it doesn't usually happen in the bathtub. Yeah, it generally won't. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was definitely a bad sign. 
And what frustrated me is it looked like neither one of them were making efforts to contact anybody. And they just sat there staring at each other like, what? I, I don't know. That that could have been just to entice us. That You know, that could have just been the way they set up the thing. So Yeah. They could have, like, made that three seconds of, ah, just last a little bit longer for our benefit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> So Donnie knows Spanish. Is that what he was trying to speak? Portuguese. It was Portuguese. Portuguese. Oh, Portuguese. Okay. All right. Well, he knows some. Some. Yeah, he knows enough. He knows enough to understand what she was saying, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I am glad he did did keep, you know, his nose. That was good. (laughs) Yeah, that was good. Um, And... Felix, there's not two punchies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Like, Allison's like, I don't know, maybe. There's not two of them, Allison. Come on now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, as soon as they walked in, I was like, hey, Vic lost a finger in here. Nice. So, him bringing up Vic, I wonder if Vic's going to come back in the picture now with the, with the drug thing, with the drug lords. I don't know. I think Vic's out. You think he's gone? I think he's gone. I think him and DeAngelis are gone. I hope so. I mean, not not so much Vic. He was kind of fun, but I really am done with DeAngelis, that's for sure. Yes. Um, we're only the second episode into season three for my husband. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I like the fact that Donnie yells at that cop bitch and she's gone. And I was like, yes. I trained him well. He doesn't like her. <laughs> Um, I was going to say something about the drug lords, but I don't remember now. It's okay. Well, do you think we're going to see them again? Do you think we're going to see oh, yes. her again? Yeah. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, most definitely. As long as Allie and Donnie are using bubbles as a front, uh, we're going to see them again. Do you think Art is going to be the one to have to bust them? Ooh. And Art's going to be like, damn it, clones. Didn't we talk about this? I don't. No, no, no. I meant, I meant art. You know, like, stay out oh, of yeah. you know, kind of like. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't I ask you to stay out of trouble? Yeah. Like, first, there's dead guys in your bathtub. Right, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, that was pretty funny. Right. And then. Rachel and Scott, after Scott says, but I'm scared of her. Mm-hmm. That, yeah, that, the Scott parts uh, were my favorite. Oh, God, they were no, great. They were, they were fantastic because Scott was so wonderful when he sees Rachel notice the symbol. And he just automatically goes to, yup. He's just kind of like, and I got the book. What up now? <laughs> Your move. Yep. Well, the whole thing was great because he, Rachel was like, "Seriously, you're going to make me play this game?" And he's like, "Yeah, yeah. you got to you got to look." At it. And he was so happy that he was going to play the game too. You could see it. He on was his like, face. "Oh yeah, that's how we do this. Anybody walks in, we're building medieval farms." Okay, so now, so let's like, yeah, <laughs> it's just so excited and great. adorable. Yeah. And he was, um, he was. I, I'm not sure. It, brutal might be a strong word, but he, you know, she says, um, Rachel says to him, you know, that that's my book, and he said, um, no, no. He, she said, that was my father's book, and he said, 
But he didn't leave it to you, did he? Whoa, is yeah. he, he cold. Yeah, because he wants her to know that she doesn't necessarily get to call all of the shots anymore, even though she's pulling the I must see Sarah card again. Because what the hell? What? Oh. <laughs> what more do you want from her? Really? <laughs> she wants to stick a fork in her eye. That's what she wants. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yes. Did you see? I mean, that's, that's a very good point, Janice. Oh. I, I, did you see when Scott handed Rachel that pen, pencil, that look on yes. Rachel's face? <laughs> He's like, really? He hands her a perfectly sharpened number two pencil. She just kind of looks at him like, really, fucker? Really, fucker? My eye is gone. <laughs> yeah, it was great. A lot of fishy. I, I, I think that Rachel's hashtag for this episode is not seriously. Yeah, not serious. Yeah, that's good. Not not seriously, do you have my father's book? Not seriously, are you going to make me play this game? Not seriously, did you just give me a sharpened pencil? Yeah, that's awesome. That's a good hashtag. No, it was great. But I really like the Rachel and uh, Scott dynamic. And I really hope that it continues because I think it will be fun. Well, I just love this episode because all of the subtlety exchanges were back. You know, like the subtle stuff like that. We're giving him that look like, really? <laughs> You know, and I kind of missed that in what I, the last couple of episodes. It was, you know, it's a lot more interesting for me. Yeah. I like the subtle and the plays. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's more we need to talk about. What else do we... Felix. Felix. Yes. Yes. Our Felix was a little bit back. He was covered in pink. He had mussed up his hair. I love that. I, I love the pink. Well, at I least think he was right. <laughs> I think he was wearing a little bit of lip gloss as well. I hope mm. so. He looked good. He was just wonderful and amazing. Oh. And the poor guy. Like, I did this to have a break from you clones and your bullshit. And now you're selling drugs. I know. I just love the way he handled what's-her-face, the opposition. What's her name? Marcy. Oh, Marcy. Yeah, that bitch. Yeah, he says you're not. You're not really <laughs> saying something exclusionary, are you? Something to that effect. <laughs> yeah, when Allison's like, oh, you're not being exclusionary. She's Marcy, like because she she goes, she, she says something about Felix about you really chose him to be your manager and Felix. What are your conservative? You know. Yeah. Like, your mom, she's conservative, and she's voting for me. Which, seriously, mom, that's just rude. I mean, there's lots of other things to complain about, uh, about Connie Hendricks, but come on now. Well, that's the way she is. Mm-hmm. Seems it's true. Just, it was. But yeah, and Felix fostering the, the cloneception. No, you hide here. No, you come here. No, you do this. No, you do that. Like, I just, I don't know. I just thought it was beautiful and wonderful. Alice's speech was pretty good, too. She did a great job. Yeah, she did. And I really liked how, well, after Kasima, as a lesbian, wait, no. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I love that all that whole muttering, like, oh, my God. (laughs) Even Felix is going, oh, no, no, no. (laughs) As a lesbian ally of the LGBTQ. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I just thought it was, I thought it was wonderful and perfect. And I really, uh, 
I liked how Allison, like, you know, when your house, when you have too much family, do you just get a different house? Well, yes, some people do that, Allison. Yes, some people do do that. Um, but, but you know, I, did, I did enjoy her analogy. You know, she didn't. You, I think she said something. Do you ship them off to another house? Yeah. No, you find creative solutions to make it work. Yeah. And it was interesting the juxtaposition with um, Sarah and Mrs. S talking, and Mrs. S saying, you know, like Gracie was living with her now. I mean, she, Mrs. S has expanded her home. Yes, she yeah. has. Yes, she has. The, that was the other thing I wanted to talk about, Janice. Uh, the juxtapositions in this episode between Connie and Mrs. S. Mm. Uh, Mrs. S holding on to Helena and it's okay, baby, we've got you. You're here. And then Connie going, oh, yes, and Donnie. And started playing in the mirror with her hair. and Yeah, and automatically, you know, and then flirting with Jason for Allison and oh yeah, all of it, like... It was just, uh, and then back to Mrs. S and going to be a granny again. And, you know, it was just, the juxtaposition was really, really good to show, you know, Mrs. S isn't their biological mom. She's not their natural mom in any way, but she is their mom. And Connie is the biological mom, but that doesn't make her a better person or a better parent. Mm-hmm. Well, she's not a biological mom. She, well, she thinks she is. Well, she thought she was. She thought she was, but she's certainly not. They implanted. No, she's even after Cosima was like there, she still thinks that it was her ovum and some other guy's sperm. Yeah. And, you know, even though it's clearly that was not the case, I don't know how she could have explained it anymore. No. <laughs> yeah. No, she still thinks she is the biological parent. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I just think it's um, – and she did carry Allison because right, it wasn't did. through surrogacy. Right. So, I mean, it is some sort of natural – you know what I mean? Like, Mrs. S came into Sarah's life when she was eight, you know, that kind of stuff. And so it was a foster parent first and um, all of that. But Mrs. S is – while she does make huge fuck-ups, like, you know, selling your sister out, she's still the better mom in comparison. Right. And so um, – yeah, I just really like that juxtaposition. Yeah. Um, so one of the things we had talked about, which is kind of answered today, was like like where Dyad was in this. And Allison, Donnie is still monitoring Allison for Dyad, which no, I had to self, self-monitoring. She said, do we have to do this self-monitoring business right now? I think the thing with Delphine, I think Delphine, now that we know about the protein, Mm-hmm. I think Delphine's on the hunt to find the protein, and in order to do that, she needs everybody to do health checkups. But I don't think Donnie, oh, okay. Donnie is oh. monitoring her in the same way he was oh, for Leaky. okay, okay. All right, I'm, I didn't understand that. Hmm. Yeah, because she said, do we really need to do this self-monitoring right now? Oh, okay. And, okay. Yeah, because I didn't understand that either. Thank you. I didn't know what that was all about. I have talked multiple times about the realness and the realistic availability of this show. I have a rant. How the hell did Donnie know how to take her blood pressure? Uh, yeah. How did he know how to do that? Cause that is not a simple thing that you can just read a pamphlet and know how to do. No, especially uh, not with an old stigometer like that. 
that's yeah no that was definitely not the easy it's not like he just put her in a cuff and told her to not move and he had a machine read it no he had the stethoscope and the thermometer and you have to learn how to listen for that to know what you're listening for and yeah that is not i i was the dummy for my husband when he was going through that test yeah it's, it's not something you learn quickly. No, it's not. It, and it takes a little bit of practice. And there's all kinds of things you have to learn about it, like different sounds and when things come when in. It drops, and, when it drops. Yeah, like, all kinds of stuff. Yeah, that is not a simple thing. And so I was really frustrated that they just, like, thought he was going to take her blood pressure and know how to do it now. Like, because he was not in the healthcare field. No. And then that was, okay, that's the other thing that bugged me. He stuck that a lot. Digital thermometer in her mouth and then left it in there way too long. Digital thermometers don't yes. take that long. You know what? And she's running around with her mouth. And she's talking. talking. Like, that's right. render it useless. That's not going to work, you know. <laughs> because it, it's not going to be accurate. It's going to be cooler than it's supposed to be. It's like you're not supposed to smoke before you do it because it cools the inside of your mouth down. If you're talking, the temperature is going to be wrong. Yeah. Jeez. Um, when I was in college... Anytime I'd go to the health center, they would always be like, did you just smoke? Because your temperature is really low. Yeah. I'd be like, no, I didn't just smoke. I just naturally have a lower body temperature. I do, too. I'm actually a, a couple degrees below what I'm supposed to be. At least I like I think I hit it. Well, actually a degree. I I hit about a little under 98. So like I'm normally low 97. Yeah. And so, like, they're always like, oh, you just smoked. We're just going to put it at 98. And I'm like, no, no, no. Because if you put it at 98, that's fever for me. Yeah, if I hit 98.6, I have a fever. Yeah. Yeah. I've always been that it's, way, too. My mom, too. And there, nobody believes me. Doctors never believe me. You know, and I, if I come out normal on my temperature, then I'm sick. <laughs> it's something about being petite and cute. People never believe me when I'm serious. I know. Well, I'm not petite or cute anymore, but, yeah, I get it. <laughs> yes, yes, Lynette, you are a giant and you are hideous. Yes, I am. I'm a giant and I'm hideous. I'm, I'm gonna hit you after I hug you when I meet you in two weeks. <laughs> Are you guys meeting up in two fun. weeks? Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just about two weeks. Yeah. She's gonna spend the night, and we're gonna do the show, and wow, we're gonna go do something downtown. Yeah. yeah. That sounds like fun. Yeah. We're Jake and I are both really excited, and I've bought like four new outfits. <laughs> um. But yeah. So. This was a really good episode. Yeah. And it was a nice bubble episode to set up a few more things before the next three episodes that are going to kill us because the last three episodes always kill us. They do. And we really needed a break from the last two episodes. Which were really dense and really heavy. They were. And, like, having just rewatched season two with my husband, like, amazed again at how much happens in the last three episodes that I am terrified for the next three weeks. I know. It's going to be intense. So much, like so much stuff is gonna happen. We didn't see any caster clones this week. Like there was no bloody hands coming out of rubble. There was no. (laughs) I'm fine. I'm fine with that. I'm okay with that. You know, I no, no, I'm okay that there wasn't any. But also the fact that there was no mention of it is scary because there's gonna be a bunch of mark face zombies next week. Oh, that's true. That's true. But this season, I mean, they just came out intense, 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 intense. So this was a nice break. It was. It was a nice, fun break um, to see Allison being her alley self and Kasima getting a bigger part and 
Sarah and Mrs. S back together. Like that just that warms my heart. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that exchange between her, Allison, and that the what is the Portuguese lady's name? I don't know. I didn't catch her name either. I am horrible yeah. at that kind of stuff. Allison's trying to hurry up. Like you don't need oh, to yeah. count it. It's all there. She it's all back over up. Again. Uh, yeah. No. <laughs> She not only does she count it in Portuguese, but then she starts counting it again. I think in German. I don't know what she was counting it again, but she she slowed way down. Yeah. Oh. And Allison's little comeback afterwards. Oh, sorry, something Marcy said just got caught in my throat. Yes, that was a great. Yeah, one. that was like good. that was so perfect. I was like, I bow down to you, Allison Hendricks, because that was awesome. That was one of those lines that you only get every now and then, man. That was just perfect. All right, I think we did it, you guys. I think so too. Um, so, well, we didn't talk about we didn't talk about the the scene. Um, Delphine shows up. We didn't talk about the fact that Shay is listening. Oh yeah, why is she at the door? Because she's nosy. No, she's not nosy. Yeah, right? Yeah. Hmm. She could just nosy. be nosy, or she could be a bad guy. <laughs> she could be. She could be from Topside because Topside seems to yeah. be a Hydra. Yeah, and you know they maybe they're not trusted Delphine all that much, so they want to find out what's going on. So yeah, you know could be, or maybe she just really likes Casima. She was worried about her. So yeah, there's that. And also, it like later on when Casima's like, I have this health problem. She wasn't at all surprised. Not really. She was pretty calm about it. Yeah. So like, oh, a possibly dying person hooked up with me on Sapphire. And now she's practically living with me. Mm-hmm. And she's dying. Yeah, I'm totally fine with this. Like, that was just weird. But again, her sweater was really cute. And I think I would be really cute in that sweater. You probably would be. Now I have to go back and look at the sweater because it didn't, it didn't impact me. Um, the, uh, the, 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 camera, the camera angle when they were in bed, now that impacted me. <laughs> No, I was fairly distracted with that as well. Um, but I'm just, I'm really into the kind of baggy boho thing right now. Because I can rock it. Mm-hmm. It's fun but being a crunchy hippie. You can wear really cute clothes. Um, but yeah, so um, do you guys want to do quotes first? Sure. So, Lynette, go. Okay, mine aren't really quotes, <laughs> but um, I have two from two people. I have Donnie after he they put him back in the chair and he didn't get his nose cut off, and he's turning to everybody going, "Thank you, thank you, thank you." <laughs> Just crack me up. <laughs> and then the other one was <laughs> the other was Kasima talking about talking about lesbian allies and the LG. <laughs> You and muttering on, I just cracked me up. It's just like, oh my god, please, Kasima. <laughs> Sorry, that, that was on. that's me. No, that was that was fantastic. Uh, Janice, um, this is Donnie and Jason out in the car before they go in to see Pouchy. Donnie, when we're in there, don't use words like copacetic. Oh yeah, yeah, that was a good. One. That was <laughs> that really was good. Great. Um, my favorite line comes from Helena. First I eat, then we fight. Yeah. Because leave it to Helena, food first. Right. Food first. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, that is so true. Food is really important, guys. Favorite scene, Lynette? Oh, my goodness. What would be my favorite scene? Well, I would like to say it was the sex scene, um, but that would be, like, too obvious. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I really, I really enjoyed watching the the exchange between Connie and Allison in the bathroom when Allison shows Connie the Casima, uh, and the just complete denial of Connie and just la da da. I'm going to fix my hair and Allison's reaction. I I really enjoyed that because I I've met people like that. I've had people like that in my life. And I know that feeling, that look on her face is like, oh, well, <laughs> you yeah. uh, Guess who I just got a message from? Nettie? Yeah. <laughs> Does she want to join us? That's what I'm asking. Yeah. Uh, she's like, I didn't know tonight was my episode. <laughs> you picked it. And now because she just texted me. Huh? I said, we're doing, I said, we're doing quotes. Want to join? You- Hello. Hi. Hi. Sorry about that. I had no idea this was my episode. I'm sorry I forgot to remind you, but since you picked the first time after BitCon, I thought you would remember. Since I what? You would pick this episode because it was the first one after the con. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm sure I picked it for good reason. And I just, I had no idea. Absolutely no idea that it was coming up. And I knew that I had... I'm, I'm sure there was I knew dates and I don't know why it's not on my calendar because normally when I get a confirmation I put it on my calendar right away. Yeah, I was like, I know she put stuff on her calendar, but it's okay. <laughs> so you 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 got my feedback. <laughs> I'm here and I hey! I found Nutty's email or I found Nutty's feedback and I also found Matt's feedback for last. No, you know the funny <laughs> thing is now that you say that last week was episode six. I'm like, oh, yeah, I am on episode seven. <laughs> and we talked about it last episode, too. We were like, and Nettie will be here next But I haven't <laughs> listened because I was at fault of God. <laughs> <sighs> I only watched the last episode, like, what was it? Well, last night. Yeah, I watched both episodes back to back. Awesome. Yeah. So, Nettie. Yeah. What are your thoughts on this week's episode? Well, I did send you the feedback, and I would like you to play that because it also has some stuff for uh, uh, definitely episode six. Um, I liked it. I liked it a lot. Um, I oh gosh, I didn't even think about what I would rate it on its own individually. Normally, I would watch it twice for being on a show, but I am stupid. Um, I I got very distracted by uh, dancing like a clone last weekend. Um, yeah. <laughs> we saw pictures. Oh my gosh, it was so much fun. Um. All right, so let's see. I I really dug it. Um, I think that there's lots of interesting that things that are going to happen. I'm not sure I was like, wow, Zam over the moon. Um, I also don't think that, I don't know. I, I think I got opinion spoiled on last week's episode because, you know, Shane's like, oh, my God, you have to see it. It's the best episode ever. And I'm like, really? I didn't think so. Um, so I would probably rate it like around an eight out of ten uh castles and societies or architects and whatever that game is called oh yeah i have no idea what it's called (laughs) but that really awesome game that they made up for the show specifically that uh, scott has rachel actually play which i think is fantastic 
And I think it's so awesome that the cipher is a secret code that Rachel and her father used to use anyway. Yeah. That is really cute. That is really cute. Yeah. Um, And I do think that if he had stuck around, he probably would have tried to teach it to Kira. Oh, I think so. I think so. And I think that um, at some point we're going to like Rachel. I think we're coming right up on it. Yeah. Uh, my husband was, uh, I was getting ready to watch last night and, uh, I was like, well, it's time to watch the, the hot girl show or the, yeah. the hot girls show. And he goes, no, don't you mean hot girl show? It's one girl with many <laughs> who's just super talented. And I'm like, well, yeah, okay. And then, uh, I started watching it and he had never seen anything and he kind of hung around for a little bit and then he sees Rachel and he's like. Uh, I forget what happens. And I was like, oh, it's okay. She deserves everything she gets. She's on the cover of Cold Bitch Digest. And he's like, really? (laughs) (laughs) So my explanation of Rachel was uh, cover queen of Cold Bitch Digest. And uh, Cosima, well, he knew from last weekend. And um, he got an idea of Helena from last weekend as well. And uh, I think he had an eye raising over Allison selling drugs. So that was kind of funny. Yeah, um, we're my husband's just into season three, episode two, and so he was like, "Is Allison really gonna sell drugs?" I was like, "I don't know. You have to watch." Mm-hmm. It's 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 so great. It, it she's just so enterprising, and I love 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 uh, who they cast as her mom. It yes. is perfect. Does, no, it really was. Does anybody else have any experience with that actress? No, but I'm no, not sure. she looks familiar, no. but I I don't know. Okay, well, she's been in like t- over a hundred titles. Um, she's most known now from being the mom on Little Mosque on the Prairie, but she's a hysterical yes, yes. comedian. Uh-huh. She's uh, you, do you know Little Mosque? I've seen it. Yes. Okay, and she's fantastic. I mean, like she's just so great on that show, and um, she did this whole thing with Rick Mercer. I mean, she's just so funny so for her to play that role was just it was so perfect and she played exactly what i thought allison's mom would be like also it was pretty perfect yeah i don't think we knew that allison's parents were divorced no i don't think we did you're right so that was kind of interesting and i just love she's so like sunnydale and like oh you're not a clone silly just oh my god firm that's what she reminded me of. She reminded me of Buffy's mom when she was like in like. Okay, you she tried not tried being not a clone. Like, yeah, yeah, right. Tried not being a clone. <laughs> like I have expect so many of these things to happen, and it's uh, oh, and I love the whole like. You think she's your clone? Oh, you're so funny. That girl's mulatto. Like what? <laughs> We had a very nice conversation about mulatto and to not use it. Yeah. yeah well, especially because her grandchildren are yes. yeah, no, oh, never, yeah I didn't think of that yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it made me really wonder about that whole thing she said to Donnie well I don't want my grandchildren to suffer how much does she really care about those kids oh you I know, know. I, yeah. well and the fact that she's like well you can trade out for this please ball like and that's yeah. the other thing like, yeah Obviously, he, like you look at the picture, and there she is as the cheerleader, and there he is looking like a typical burnout. Yeah, I know he's charming he and all that. Yeah, yeah, like I know he's charming and all that, but he's a drug dealer. 
Yeah, he's obviously bad news. And I know many of us have had those instances. Um, I have been very fortunate. My mother has never, she's never tried to get involved in my love life outside of trying to set me up with somebody who was gay once. Um, but, <laughs> but she's never like, uh, made judgments about any one I ever chose. Although my father has, and my father, brought up at a very inopportune time that he thought I should have married somebody that I didn't. And I'm like, ew, what is wrong with you? I have like the best guy. That guy was a loser. He really wasn't. But in comparison, and I was not, I would be miserable. Like, what is wrong with you? So I can totally <laughs> understand Allison's like, what? What? Yeah. <laughs> Why? Are you kidding my dad was once surprised by how attractive one of my ex-boyfriends was that when he met him for the first time, he went, wow, he is way too good looking for you. Ouch. Real Thanks, dad. Thank you. He he was really attractive, though. I, I have had a shock and surprise from many of my siblings when they met my husband uh, because he is very, very attractive. But um, they also all thought he was, like, so much younger than I am. Because they know how old I am, and he and I actually look the same age, but we neither of us look our age. Uh, so right. They were just like, oh, how yeah. old is he? I'm like, he's my age. It's all good. <laughs> yeah, oh, my boy. husband's two years younger than me, and he looks very, very young. I mean, I don't look 30. No, but you look young, too. <laughs> yeah, but it's one of those, my family knows how old I am. And when they saw him, they were like, oh, yeah, yeah he's really pretty. I think he's a little young for you. And I was like, yeah, he's two years younger than me. <gasps> really? Yeah. My, yeah. Remember, I don't look my age either. Yeah. Well, and the funny thing is, uh, when I started dating my ex, I was very young, but everyone thought I was dating somebody 10 years older than me. And he was also the same age. <laughs> oh, wow. Awesome. So they went from seeing, oh. you know, somebody who looked old to somebody that looked very young. It was, it was just really bizarre and funny. But uh, the... The whole thing with my dad, it was like I had betrayed him by choosing the wrong person in his eyes. And well, like, you are crazy. <laughs> my dad's not not a great person in my life right now. But it was just so seeing that I can identify with the whole Allison situation. And it was making me laugh so hard. And I want to meet her dad. Well, <gasps> I just got show? a really great thought. And it would be so awesome, and it's never going to happen, but how cool would it be if Allison's dad is Colin Mockery? <gasps> oh, my God, that would be so perfect. Oh, my God. Or, or like, uh, you would know him as um, one of the comedians from uh, um, Whose Line Is It Anyway? Oh, okay. Oh, He's, yeah. Uh, the short, bald one. Right, Okay. He's uh, another big, big Canadian actor or like um, Eugene Levy or, or one other of the like really big uh, Canadian comedians that are more. Yeah, no, essentially um, Allison's dad is Donnie. Oh, my God, that would be great. And that's why her mom hates Mr. Chubb so much. Yeah. With that whole thing happening, I forgot you telling everyone what you found out in the comics about the yeah. Mr. Chubb thing. And then when she said it, when she goes, well, he is Mr. Chubb. I was like, oh, yeah, that was his name. <laughs> and then so I was I was kind of glad, like, I knew it, but it didn't spoil that scene at all. Yeah. 
yeah. it didn't spoil that at all when she did it for me. I was like, oh, they're breaking it up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so was it this episode or last episode where they were in their underwear dancing in a rain of money and glitter? That was last episode, but go ahead. Last episode. <laughs> I just have to comment. I mean, come on. That was so funny. It was. Oh, my God. And, like, I just love the the they're in cotton underwear, not meant for looking at at all. And and of course, there's glitter because it's Allison. Yeah, no, it was perfect. And Bubbles is is lush, which is great. I hope her mom. It is a pink lush. Yes. I've never seen a lush that damn pink. No, it was it was totally a this is for girls thing. Oh, I'm I made a new men's line. It's mint. Because yeah. men want to smell like mint. It's mint glean. I would not mind if if my man smelled like mint chocolate chip. That would not be a problem at all. True story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I actually have some chocolate mint drying in my kitchen right now. Mm-hmm. It smells very yummy. Um, so that's what I thought about the episode. <laughs> okay. So um, what's your favorite quote? Oh, shoot. Um, Gosh. Hang on. Quotes. What was said <laughs> oh i'm sorry uh this is not really a, a quote but it is one thing like cosima i need allison's pee i need allison's pee was his yes um my favorite quote is probably something between helena and mrs s because that was so awesome let's see if i can find yes. them um i did first i eat then we fight oh my god <laughs> first we eat then i we fight is so funny <laughs> And it's so perfectly Helena. Yes. Um, or or the lady that um, when she when she takes the knife from her and she's just like not my canteen. Yeah. Like, yeah. Just like no, not dealing with this. You can eat your food with a spoon. All right. So it is. I just gotta find the right uh, episode. Uh, scarred by many past frustrations. No. Certain um, agony of the battlefield. Nope. Yeah. Community of dreadful fear and hate. Okay, there we go. I'm terrible with uh, these episode titles. Will never be the episode. T- I will never remember them. Not like like Buffy. I can remember some of them, but these. Oh lordy, they're yeah, just terrible. Really... Oh, here's a really good one, Allison. Holy freaking Christmas cake! Yes, Allison's cussing in this episode was top notch. Oh, so good. Um. Oh, and then did somebody do the as a lesbian? Yes. The poor. Yeah, I, did. <laughs> I didn't do it probably as accurately, but yeah. 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 Um, all right. So I think we were on favorite scene. Lynette, did we do your favorite scene? Uh yeah, I kinda picked two of them, remember? Picked... Oh, that's right. You picked uh sex. Mhm. And, and then I don't remember the other one. Sex and denial. Sex and denial, that's right. Uh, Nutty, what was your favorite scene? Um, I'm going to, there's so many good ones that I'm going to have to pick between Mrs. S and Helena because that gave me all the feels. Ugly cries. Yes, I totally understand. Uh, Janice? Um, I liked the scene, oh, there's a, there's a a couple I liked. Okay, it's the scene where, um, uh, uh, not Cosima, uh, Delphine and Rachel have come to the lab where Scott is and, and um uh gosh Rachel sees her, her drawings and then like Scott surreptitiously holds up the book 
I love that yeah. scene. That scene was really good. I, um, I loved all that silent communication. Yeah. Yeah, especially the the looks on Scott's face. The what up now? Yeah. Like yeah. I'm no longer I'm no longer scared of you. <laughs> I also love the Wait, we're not really doing this. Yes, we're really gonna you're really gonna learn to play this. <laughs> I know, I know. I, I love that. Um I'm going to pick the stuff at the end between uh Siobhan and Sarah. Because I'm glad that those two are at least for the moment back together. Yeah. Um It better be. Right? Yeah. Oh, like Sarah and this is us talking, but Helena's not in the cantina. I was like, don't pull some garbage on us. Like, I will be so mad at you if Helena's not there. Right. <laughs> um, but I, uh, I think it really highlights the family isn't always just about blood. Mm-hmm. And that's, I think that's really important. Um, and then, yeah, so that's my favorite. That's my favorite scene. Um, Nutty. Yes. Favorite clone and non-clone? Uh, favorite clone is Allison. That is for being sure. Um, she's just so much fun, and she is all over everything, which is fantastic. And my favorite non-clone, I am so tempted to give it to Connie. I'm also, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I want, I'm also tempted to give it to Sarah Stubbs. Um, Katrin posted something on Tumblr last night, and it was like all these gifts of Sarah Stubbs being over enthusiastic from the different episodes, and it's like Sarah Stubbs, best friend in the world. And I thought Sarah that, Stubbs is amazing, yeah. So the, they get honorary mentions, but I think it's going to have to go to Felix simply because he was on top of everything. He really was. Yeah. Uh, Lynette. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna give the favorite clone to. Allison, because she was awesome. She really was. She was everywhere, doing everything. And second one, we would go to Helena, because she needed to eat with her spoon first. And my favorite non-clone is going to be Connie. <laughs> I really, uh, yeah, she was awful. She was great. <laughs> um, Janice? Okay, my favorite non-clone is Scott. Um I just loved him. I mean, he wasn't, it wasn't a lot, but it was just really important. And it was so different from, um, you know, prior weeks when he, um, he's been scared of Rachel and even says that at the beginning of this episode, you know, he says, I mean, it was one of the quotes I didn't quote. He says, um, I can't remember who he's saying it to. He says, uh, he says it to Kasima on the phone. Right. No, he says, humiliated her. Yeah. Plus she scares me, but he yeah. really, um, you know, he really came through in this episode. So I'm going to pick him, even though I agree Connie was great. Um, my favorite clone, I, I guess I'm going to go with Allison again, too, because it was really Allison's episode. Um, so, yeah. Um, I am going to go with my favorite clone and non-clone as my new bro TP. And that is Scott and Rachel. Oh, <laughs> yeah, they're great. Like, I just, I really want something fun to happen between those two. And I want uh, the way Felix was kind of the gap for Sarah and Allison. I want Scott to be the gap with Rachel and the clones. Uh, yeah. And so I'm going with Scott and Rachel because, I mean, Allison, yes, was great. And Connie, whole other level. Uh, but um, that 
stuff was just really important. And so, and I really liked them together. New dynamic and everything, so it was fun. So, Nutty, what would you rate this episode? Oh, uh, it, 8 out of 10 Agricolas. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> I looked it uh, up. <laughs> Lynette? I'm going to give it a 9 out of 10. We'll just add a little must to the recipe for the young people. <laughs> Very nice. Uh, Janice? Um, I really like this episode. I'm gonna, I'm gonna rate it high. I'm gonna rate it 9.5 out of 10. Bangs that say unhappy sexless marriage. Yeah, very, nice. very good. Yay. <laughs> um, I am going to give it 9 out of 10 clone cups of pee. <laughs> good. Um, so Janice, do we have any feedback? Oh, yes, we have feedback. So first, we have Harold, who says, I was hoping for an all Allison episode, and I pretty much got it. Yay. This is what I like best about the show, when it involves our clones impersonating one another, farce style running in and out of rooms, nearly missing getting caught. While there is a level of falseness and plasticity to Allison's suburban world, it strikes me as in many ways more real than the paranoid thriller landscape that most of the other characters inhabit, and much more preferable to the military camps and science labs that we've been in most of the season. Did I mention that Allison is my favorite character? While we didn't get Catherine O'Hara, the actress that they cast as Allison's mom was perfect. She was everything that I had expected of Mrs. Hendricks and more. Rachel seems to be making incredible progress in what I believe has only a few has only been a few days since the last episode, if that, that much. Hopefully she won't be given another pencil when she meets with Sarah. So, Seen, you are out of bounds. I half expected her to make Cosima give her that sample right there in the doorway. <laughs> oh. <laughs> since <Sorry>. we are, <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> Oh, since we are once again into the home stretch of another season, it is time once again to pull out my hashtag Save Cosima sign. I suppose a very sick Cosima will be the impetus to get Sarah to meet with Rachel, so I am okay with her getting sick for an episode, but that is it. And then, do you want me to read? Um, okay, so that was from Harold. And then there are more posts regarding our podcast and the show for Season 2, Episode 6. Oh, I'm sorry, season three, episode six. Oh, season three, episode six. So you want me to read those now? Yeah. Okay. Oh, this is about the podcast. Harold, yeah, it's about both, yeah. Harold says, great podcast. I think the money dance was Donnie and Allison reenacting a video, which one I don't know because I don't watch music videos. I'm sure someone on Tumblr knows and has already done a comparison. I just haven't searched for it. Victor DeGrand said, I'm starting to wonder about the age of the caster clones. We know the Lita clones are late 20s because we saw their driver's license in an early episode. I don't think the Castor boys can be much younger because Paul referred to Parsons as second lieutenant. Sorry, and it cut off. And so Parsons referred to, Paul referred to Parsons as a second lieutenant. That's the lowest rank officer in the army, but you don't become a commissioned officer without a college degree. So I would think Parsons would be in his mid-20s. Maybe some of the Castor clones were grown at different times. Okay, and then Annette said, Love the episode. I do not remember who spoke about the Delphine scene when Cosima found her at Dyad, but I agree with you. I loved Delphine in that 
scene. She was on point as a voice. As a, sorry, she was on point as a boss. I love the new Delphine, not the hair, though. Hello, Clone Dance Party. This is Nuke Joss, and I am sending in feedback for the last two episodes. Um, sorry, I didn't send back feedback sooner, but I was at Balticon dressing up as Cosima, my co-host from Beyond the Wall, Viv. She dressed as Helena. It was awesome. We had our own little clone dance party at the Balticon Beats. It was pretty awesome. Uh, people absolutely loved our costumes. You can look at my Facebook or on Flickr to see the pictures. They're a lot of fun. She, talk about doing Helena. She went like crazy. It was awesome. So... Uh, last two episodes, I just recorded this and it was all full static, so I'm going to try and go through everything without forgetting anything. We'll see how that happens. Maybe I'll miss stuff. Okay, so really awesome stuff. Lots of dreamy stuff last episode with Sarah. I don't think any of that means that Beth is really dead. Um, I still think Beth is alive. Paul's sac- sacrifice was awesome and I think it was great. I think that Paul is at the point where he's like, look, I'm doing for Sarah, even though she chose Cal, and that's fantastic. Good on him. And uh, he really, he really brought it. It was very cool. I think Dr. Cody and uh, Rudy are still alive. I hope that Mark finds his way to Gracie. I feel really bad for Gracie, but at the same time, I kind of think it'll be a step in the right direction. She can really stay away from the Prolethians now and and have her own life and figure out who she is. And I really hope she sticks around because I think she can be a lot of fun. Uh, Helena is amazing. Eating Pubak or whatever the scorpion's name was, was so fantastic. I absolutely loved it. Uh, Kusima and Shay are just completely pushed together. Um, it just, it feels so forced. And I know... I know Kusima's doing it because she just wants to be touched and she just, she needs that kind of a connection right now because she's scared and, and she went from having somebody who cared about her to somebody who broke her heart. So I'm, I'm really glad that she's got that. Um, I think that Donnie and Allison are hysterical. I love their drug dealing ways. I love how Allison is in total control and Donnie is clueless. We are not surprised by this. Uh, Felix torturing Rachel is fantastic. Um, so much easier to watch than Delphine doing it because Delphine was like cold-blooded and horrible and evil. And Felix was just raw and hurting and scared for his sister. And I think I think Rachel could see that too, uh, which is only going to help, which was what happens in this episode when she and Scott team up together and and end up with a way of communicating and she's going to help break the code and I think that is fantastic. I knew she would be brought into Clone Club and I'm so happy that she was. Um, I think that Allison is going to win this election so good on her. Uh, The woman who plays her mother Sheila McCarthy is a fantastic Canadian actress and she spent like I think six years or however long it was on air uh playing the the mother on Little Mosque on the Prairie, which is this, like, big CBC hit uh, Canadian show. And she's been in a whole bunch of other things. But she's she's fantastic. She's very funny. And her playing Allison's mom is just perfect. It's exactly what I would have pictured. I love that she uh, asked for different sperm, and she got it. And I love that... Uh, she would not accept that Cosima was Allison's sister or clone or whatever. I think that is fantastic. And she just explained it away. She would make a wonderful mother in Sunnydale. 
and she'd see a vampire and just go, oh, weird, PCP, hmm, strange. Um, I felt so bad for little Kira last episode when she's like, is my mommy mad at me? And it's like, oh, you poor little thing. You thought your mom disappointing you was over. And even though it's not her fault, you're still being disappointed by your mom. And I feel so bad for you. I'm so sorry, honey. I want to give you a hug. Um, Mrs. S and Helena was amazing. Helena was so great this episode. I really hope her going off outside to cool off does not mean that she's going to disappear. I really hope that they really did settle it and, and things are going to work out. I love how Mrs. S handled it. I love that she's like, I'm not going to hit her. I'm not going to hit her. And then she hits her out of instinct and she just feels immediately sorry. And it's not just that she hit someone that looks like her daughter. It's she she hit this poor girl that has been just tortured her whole life and just came out of torture. And this girl just saved her daughter. And she's trying to bring her into family. And the way that Mrs. S is, is she she gathers these strays. And Helena is the exact type of person that she needs to be caring for right now. So I think that that will be a very good relationship. I really hope so. Um, I hope so for everyone's sake and you know Helena is fantastic and now Rachel's in on it and there's so much good stuff happening um I think I said that I thought that the Shay relationship with Cosima is all forced that's the the actress I was really excited about being on this show but she's just she's not exciting me um And it's not that she's not playing her character from Lost Girl. I mean, that character was amazing. I just feel like she's hasn't, she's not a real character. She doesn't have full three dimensions. I mean, she's essentially the morgue guy. There's no difference between her and the morgue guy. And it's kind of frustrating because she's such a great actress and I'd like to see more of that. And she reminds me of like a young version of Andy Sibowitz's wife on NYPD Blue way back when. I forget that lady, the actress's name, but that's what she looks like with the fake lashes and the bad blonde wig and all that other nonsense. And, well, she's better than that. Um, I'm looking forward to what is coming next. Allison and Donnie are big time drug dealers. I love that Felix is involved in it. I love that they're buying from the same guy that cut off Vic's finger. I think that this can be fantastic. I think Jason is barking up the wrong tree. He's going to cause some nonsense, but really, Allison loves Donnie even though he is Mr. Chubbs, <laughs> which was so amazing. And I love that Bubbles is basically a lush. That will be fantastic. All right. Talk to you later, dragsters. Um, and sorry, Matt, for not playing yours last episode. Mm-hmm. And then so next week, season three, episode eight, with our Katrin again. Yay, Yay. Katrin. Awesome. All right. So that's it for this week, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. And thanks for jumping thanks, on, honey. Yeah, thanks for jumping in. Glad to have jumped, been able to do that. I completely space. Balticon just screws up my entire life.
in a good way, but I recovering is always crazy. You were adorable. Those pictures were great. Those pictures were so amazing. Oh my god, I I had so much fun, and it was great because walking through the convention, it was people either were like, "Oh my god, you're Kasima," or. <laughs> You're obviously in costume. I have no idea what it is. Yeah, who you are, yeah. <laughs> and I'd say Orphan Black, and they're like, oh, you know, I keep meaning to watch that show. So it's if people had seen the show, they knew exactly who I was, and they loved it. And if they didn't know who I was, then they just had not seen the show. And then one of my friends, T, he was just sitting there all night, and he's like, I know I know who she is. I can't put my name, my finger on it. I know who she is. And then finally he smacks himself. He's like, uh, duh, she's Kasima. How could I have missed that? Okay, I need to go dance with her now because she's Kasima. It was so much fun. And you guys saw the pictures of my oh. friend Viv being Helena? Yes. Yeah, it was great. She went crazy with the rest. I was like trying to think, you know, how do you really do Helena, you know, without carving something into your back or putting on a peach shirt or something like how do you really make it a costume and she just went crazy with the red and everybody knew yeah great it was great join us for the podcast a podcast by and for the bisexual community we discuss and give voice to all of us under the big umbrella bringing you information news entertainment and support for all you can find us at thebycast.org at thebycast on twitter the Bycast on Tumblr and Bycast in iTunes. Visit the Bycast page on Facebook and see how you can join the Facebook group. And remember, you're not wrong and you're not broken and you are not alone. So pull up your favorite comfy chair and relax. And remember, everybody gets a cookie. Mm-hmm.